Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. I am your host, Danielle, and this is episode 119, Epcot Table Service Restaurants and My Rankings. everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope you are having a fabulous week. I am continuing to chat and rank table service restaurants across the Walt Disney World Resort. And today we've landed on Epcot, which has a lot to unpack. Um, I'm not just doing a straight up ranking with this episode, because to be honest, I don't feel like I've eaten enough at Epcot restaurants to do a ranking. There are just so many. And Our family tends to find themselves at the festival booths because that's when we tend to go. But what I wanted to do today is just kind of give you a breakdown of all your options so that if you are planning to go and you want to do the sit down dinner thing, you kind of know what's available to you, what you might want to try. There may be some hidden gems because I feel like in World Showcase, there are so many things like huge restaurants that you don't even realize are back there because they're just behind like a door or a little alcove. So I want you to know what your options are. And then ones here that I have actually tried, I'll kind of share and give you my list of what I am looking forward to do in the future. So let's jump in and talk Epcot. All right, first things first, before we get into World Showcase, let's talk about the restaurants that are available at the front of the park in like the World Celebration, World Discovery areas, Um, and there are three of them up here. So the first is Space 220, which also has a lounge. We've talked about, you know, if you can't get the reservation, you can try for the lounge as well. But Space 220, you are really paying for like a full-on experience. You are going 220 miles up into the space station. They really, you know, sell that, make you feel it. And then when you're up there eating in the dining room, you have a view of space and different things floating around. So atmosphere here, super cool. Food, pretty, you know, pleasing to every palate. They've got fish, they've got burgers, they've got, you know, steaks, kind of things like that. So a little bit of something for everybody. I guess I won't come back to this. I have been to Space 220. For me, it's a one and done. I know my sister like loved it and was all about like going back, but I just felt like the food was okay. It was expensive for what it was, and you were paying for the experience and the atmosphere, which was cool, but once I'd done it, I'd done it kind of where it was at. All right, next up, we're going over to the Seas Pavilion. And this is where you're going to find the Coral Reef Restaurant. So again, super cool dining room here. You have like the giant fish tanks with all of the aquatic life everywhere. And you are getting, you know, your main menu item is going to be seafood. So if that's something you enjoy, go for it. I have not been here for quite a while. But my experience was not great. 
just didn't really love it um, for at the time. I didn't feel like they had a ton for picky eaters. So if that's something on your radar, definitely look into it. Um, see what the menu is. Make sure it's going to work for your family. If you've got a fish lover, you know, it's great. But I feel like Epcot has a lot of other things to offer that would probably take precedent for me over this. All right. And then our last table service restaurant in the front of the park is Garden Grill. And this is one of the ones that is on my radar that I really, really want to get to. It's in the land pavilion. It slowly spins around um, at the top. And you see one of my favorite rides, Living with the Land. But this is a Chip and Dale character meal. And it's all you care to enjoy. You sit in your booth. They keep bringing you food. Um, Great, you know, options here. Let me see. The menu is just very like down homey is how I kind of think about it. All right, so they offer breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, and you're getting, oh, yes, seasonal veggie, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, um, a, they've got salad, rice pilaf. I don't see it listed like their meat selection, but I'm just thinking good old, you know, meatloaf, chicken skin, pot roast, things like that. So this is definitely on my radar to get to. I think it's just a fun character meal. And I love that you don't have to get up. And from what I've heard, you actually get to see the character sometimes multiple times because you've just got your slow spin going on. All right, let's get into World Showcase. And we're going to head in the correct direction (laughs) um, to Mexico first. So you have a few different restaurants to choose from in Mexico. You have the San Angel Inn. And this is another one on my want to try list. I actually had a reservation for it one of the last times I went, but I had to end up canceling it. But this is just awesome because you are inside the pyramid, which I think is super cool. You see the boats from the three Cabaneros going by and anything that like immerses you in a ride, obviously from Garden Grill, I am all for. Um, But you're going to get just your kind of traditional Mexican inspired fare. I do feel like it's a little dark in here for eating. They have like little table like candles um, to illuminate it a little bit. But this is one that I definitely want to try out. Also inside is La Cava. Now with La Cava, you can just kind of walk up, wait in line to get yourself a beverage. But they do also have tables and kind of like a table side guacamole chip and dip situation. Um, You can also sign up for like tasting classes there. So if tequila is your thing, look into more of what La Cava has to offer. And then right there on the water in the Mexico Pavilion, you have La Hacienda de San Angel. Um, Hopefully, I'm not butchering that as well. But again, just some nice traditional Mexican fare. If you're wanting to get off your feet and that is the, you know, cuisine of choice for your family, definitely check out some of these restaurants. All right. In Norway, we have one option and it is kind of my backup if you can't get into Cinderella's Royal Table and that is 
is Akershus Royal Banquet Hall. So this is in your Norway pavilion. You will get to meet different princesses. They kind of rotate out, but they're there during your meal. So it is a character experience. And while it's in the Norway pavilion, I have heard there is a good mix of foods available, stuff for picky eaters, as well as things with a little bit of that Norwegian flair. All right, in China, for your table service option, you have nine dragons. Um, I haven't heard great things about this one. Just pretty standard Chinese food that you would get, you know, maybe local to you. That's kind of what you're looking at here. But again, if that's something you know your people love, you do have that sit down option in the China Pavilion. All right, now we're going over to Germany. And Germany does house another restaurant that I want to try to get to, and that is Beer Garden. So this is looks to be a huge restaurant. You don't really notice it because it's at the back of Epcot, but you're going to get some of that traditional German fare, the bratwurst, the sausages, the kraut um, in this giant kind of hall. They have live music, I think, most of the time. And my husband is all about the German food. So this is one that I definitely want to try to reserve and get for him sometime soon. All right, continuing our way around the world showcase. Now we land in Italy and you've got two table service restaurants there. The first is Tutto Italia Ristorante. Um, This is just going to be your kind of, you know, standard pasta, things like that. Um, Your Italian dishes. But if you need to sit down, get out of the heat, um, this can be a nice, nice spot. It's pretty back there, you know, in Italy. And then your other option is Via Napoli. Heard lots of great things about this one. This is your pizzeria. Um, Great large pies in there that you can get. And they also have a little window if you do just want to grab a slice quickly. But those are your options for Italy if you need those. Now, next up, we come over to America. And you are not sitting down there in America. Um, You can listen to a show or you can eat at Regal Eagle Smokehouse for some barbecue, but no table service restaurants there. Now, Japan, you've got a lot of, well, quite a few different options to look at there. So in Japan, all of these are kind of above that big department store, and you actually have three different options, and I'm probably going to butcher the name, so apologies. Um, The first one is Takumi Tai. Then you have the Teppan Ito, which I think is like your hibachi style. And then, oh my goodness, Shikai Sai? Maybe it's sushi. So let me give you a rundown of kind of the difference of all of these so you can decide which one might be best for you. All right, so first up, let's look at Takumi Tai Hey, I'm sorry. Um, This restaurant is open only for dinner, and it is going to be at the top end for price. You're looking at over $60 per adult. Um, They have like a prefix menu situation here. Actually, multi-course prefix menu um, can be anywhere between $250 per adult or to $150 per adult. So you've got sushi, sashimi. um, I'm seeing lots of different 
things on here. So this is not one that I'd probably like just walk and ride into. You want a reservation, but look at the menu. And if you're looking for kind of that upscale dining experience, this is going to be your spot in Epcot. Now for the Shikai Sai, that's going to be your sushi, sushi joint. So they have other options, but if that's kind of your main draw, that's what you're going to want to go with. And then the last option is Teppan Ito, which I'm pretty sure, let me double check. This is your hibachi style place. They're open for lunch and dinner and pretty, you know, kind of standard pricing, nothing too over the top. So if you like that hibachi style, they've got the nice big open tables. You can get that um, while in the middle of Japan in your Disney park. All right. Next, as we keep going along the World Showcase, we are in Morocco. Food-wise, there you have Restaurant Marrakesh, which I shouldn't even be mentioning because it is currently closed. Um, But your other option is Spice Road Table. So Spice Road Table is right there on the water. Um, There is availability to get like a fireworks dining package at Epcot for that most times during the year. So if you want to check that out and kind of have a nice view of the fireworks show, you can do that as well. Looking at the menu, they have lots of like small plates, appetizer style things here with that Mediterranean flair. All right, next up, we're heading over to France, and you have two options here. The first one is Chefs de France. Now, this one I have been to, and I like it. You know, it's nothing crazy over the top, but this is a really cute little bistro style. It's got windows all over. You're sitting right there and have a great view of like the World Showcase and all the people going by, and you're going to get like your, I don't, like I said, just kind of bistro style French cuisine. If you're looking for a more upscale experience. That's going to be over at Monsieur Paul. This is a prefix menu that starts out at $195 per adult. So if you're looking for that upscale French cuisine, that's going to be your option. If you want something a little bit more laid back, that's going to be Chef's de France for you. All right, now we're going over to the UK and your table service option there is going to be Rose and Crown Pub. So great spot, you know, get your fish and chips, all of that. This is another one that is available for that fireworks dining package if you want to go that route. But the nice thing is they also have a little quick service window. So if you just want some fish and chips, that kind of stuff, um, you can walk up and grab that as well. But if you want that whole pub vibe, you can take a seat inside the restaurant. All right. And then we are finishing out our lap around World Showcase with Canada and Le Cellier. So Le Cellier is a steakhouse that's open for lunch and dinner. And it is kind of an upscale dining experience, but you don't have that set prefix menu. Um, You've got your steaks available ranging from, you know, kind of the $40 to the $60 range, give or take a little bit. Um, But this is, you know, a la carte, order what you want. So you can kind of set your price point going in. And it's really your only like tried and true steakhouse that you're going to find in the World Showcase. Um, This one's a little bit hidden because a lot of times people don't go 
deep enough into Canada um, to find it. But this can be a great option, again, if you are wanting something upscale for your dining. All right. We've made it around World Showcase. We've made it around the front of Epcot to find all of those sit-down table service restaurants. Highly suggest reservations for all of these 60 days out, even though some of them are a little lesser known. Um, So just to recap, the three kind of on my radar that I'm hoping to get to soon are San Angel Inn in Mexico, Garden Grill with Chip and Dale in the Land Pavilion, and Beer Garden over in Germany. But would love to know if you've tried some of these and they are at the top of your list. Great what those are or if you have any on your bucket list that you want to get to the next time you're in Epcot. So find me on the social media. Share with me what your food preferences are when you're in Epcot or if you're just like me and you tend to end up at the booths more than a sit down restaurant. But friends, I thank you so very much for listening in. If you want help planning that magical vacation, check out the description find me on one of the places, send me a message, and I'll get a quote to you so we can start talking about your trip. But as always, thanks so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.